So in last class, we started about discussing about digital forensic. Okay, that how to collect the evidence. Okay, how to do an investigation. Okay, so we initiated that. What is the process? So we discussed about the process of digital forensic. Okay, now when we are going to analyze the data. Okay, so first what has been required first we require the data, isn't it? So acquiring of an image has been done at the beginning Once the image has been acquired now we are going to understand that what type of or you can say Is there any malicious? Uh, PDF or any particular malicious file has been downloaded in that in that uh, Source or in that particular scenario in that source or area or not Okay, so generally what the person forensic person will going to do over here. He is he will start uh, Analyzing it. He will, will try to see uh, into the download folder He will try to see in another folders as well. Is there any downloaded file or not? Okay, so all the PDF Will be uh, checked as a suspicious one Okay, so generally when we talk about in forensic there are two type of data we collect one is your volatile data and the second one is your non-volatile data Okay, now volatile data is what data which resides in your memory Okay, and it will lost when the system has been closed or restarted Okay, we also call it as a temporary memory so Clipboard Content is your volatile data RAM memory CPU cache Okay, registers Then your process table Okay, temp file or, or uh, these are what these are your volatile data now let me show you or give you a quick example over here. I'm opening in command prompt. Okay. Now in this command prompt, let me go ahead and write a couple of command. So let's say I want to check for the IP address. Okay, I want to ping eight dot eight dot eight dot eight a random IP getting a reply back. Okay, want to clear the screen. If I go with clear, nothing will happen. Okay, if I go with CLS, it will get cleared. Now I had typed couple of commands Isn't it first I checked for the IP address then I pinged one particular IP and post to that I had Typed uh, I had cleared the screen Okay, three to four commands have been used now. Can I check the history? What are commands have been used? 
Plosky slash history. Yeah, there you go. These are the previously used command. Now, if I close this command from and again open it. Okay, I want to see what all commands have been used previously. So same command Dosky. I'm not able to see all the commands have been gone. This is an example of your volatile data. Once the application of the system has been restarted, everything will be deleted. Okay. So it's in temporary memory. Then we have is your volatile data. Sorry, non-volatile data. Okay. Now non-volatile data is what? Data which resides in your secondary storage. That will be stay. Even the system will be is even the system is being restarted. Okay. Like your data in your hard drive, data in your files, data in your archives, data in your ROM, data in your USB, CD, DVD. These are what? These are your non-volatile data. Okay. So data in hard drive, then in your files, then in your archives. ROM, CD, DVD. Okay, that is your volatile data. Now, how you are going to collect the data? How data should be collected? So for that, what do we have? We have order of volatility, synthesis. Okay, we call order of volatility. Now, how this order has been going? So first, what we are going to do? We are going to check for CPU, cache, and registry. Okay, check what uh, what you can get from here. Okay, then check the ARP caches, then check your uh, your routers. What is in processing table? Check inside your RAM, check inside your file system. Okay, check inside your non-volatile data, removable media device. Is there any system has been logged in remotely? What are there in, inside your archives? So this is your order of volatility. How you are going to process? A step-by-step -step approach. First, check all your volatile data. CPU cache and registries. Check the ARP cache. Check your RAM memory. Check your temp files. Check your fixed and removable media.
Okay. Now, if you are performing an offline analysis, okay. Now, how the investigator is going to collect any evidence? So, before to that, he should be, uh, he, he will be visiting, to, he will be traveling to the suspect uh, location. Okay. Then he will try to acquire all this uh, volatile and non-volatile data. Okay. From your hard drive, from your RAM, from your CPU storage. Okay. Physically, he will be visiting over the uh, over that particular uh, location and start performing analyzing it. Okay. Then remotely also this can be done. Remote investigation. Okay. Uh, practically, it will be performed. So investigator, what he will be doing, he will be connecting to the device remotely if that system is not having all those applications. Okay, so he will be uh, connecting with an admin team and telling them these are my list of the application that need to be installed in that system. Go ahead and install all this. Then post to that, I will start my forensic investigation. Okay, once that has been done, the next step is your document filing in an articulate manner. Even the non-technical person can understand it. Whenever we write a report, we write in such a uh, in, in very easy language that even if there is a non-technical team or non-technical person, he can also understand it. Why it has been written into an, in, in this particular format? By any chance, okay, by any chance, if that need to be displaced into the court of law, the person who has been sitting over there, the judge, or that particular, you can say, uh, the stakeholders, they are non-technical people. So they can understand what is the main cause, what is the root cause of the attack, how the attack has been done, what are the, uh, can say, uh, what are the flaws, okay? What has been deleted, what has been taken, what has been downloaded, what has been captured by the hacker or by, by that particular source team, okay? that each and everything will be informed, it will be mentioned over there into a non-technical manner. Okay, now this is what, this is your digital forensic. Now next is your network forensic. Okay, now this network forensic is again a sub-branch of your digital forensic, which is going to deal with uh, monitoring and analyzing your network traffic. Okay, so nowadays we have multiple tools available to perform this. We have Wireshark, we have SIM, Network Miner. SIM is also capable to do this. Okay, then we have TCP Dump, T-Shark, PRT network monitor, MS network monitor, okay. Then we have uh, common view, many other tools. Okay, and what we are going to analyze, we are going to analyze the PCAP files, packet capturing files, packet traffic capturing files, okay. And always this file will be in the format of PCAP, CAP, PCAP NG, okay, and very, common uh, tool which has been used by the organization is your Wireshark. It's a packet sniffing tool. 
Okay. So uh, let's say we are connected to an Facebook. Okay, the connection has been established. Now, whatever activity you are doing over there, when you are visiting a page, then you are uh, liking any of the picture. So what all activity you are doing? Each and every activity has been captured. Okay, and that can be monitored down the line. So generally there are two type of a network traffic analysis. One is your postmortem of a real time analysis. Generally this has been done by the every organization with the help of an uh, sim. Okay, sim is capable of uh, full packet capturing. So full cap packet capturing is generally an activity which belongs to your short traffic. Okay, so that's the reason we say sock is what sock is a 24 7 sock never sleep. Okay. So there are lots of tool again for to analyze all this network traffic. Okay, so we do a postmortem by analyzing all this packet capturing uh, by analyzing all this packet which have been captured. Okay, we are going to see who has been logged in inside the device who has logged out inside the device uh, into the last night what all activities has been happened. Okay, uh, who has visited what website so every traffic has been analyzed with such with with this tool. Okay. Now uh, to open a tool we generally go with and command Wireshark. We'll get started. Okay. Now let's say I want to capture the traffic. If I'm visiting any of the website. So the website is Google. This website I want to visit, but before to that, let me start the interface. Okay, start capturing the file. Google.com. At the back end, can you see? Start capturing all the files. Once I stop this, let's scroll a bit up. This is what the time, the source IP, from where the request has been made, and the destination IP to whom the request has been made. Okay, which protocol is being used, followed by the information. Okay. Whenever you are going to establish a connection, how we are going to identify the connection has been established. Three way handshake will happen. In three way handshake, what particular packets have been sent? Yes, how three way handshake has been established? Which packets have been sent? Sin, Sinek, and Sin, Sinek, and Acknowledgement. Acknowledgement. Okay. I want to communicate with any other device. Now, before sending any particular file, a connection has been established. Now, in that, um, while establishing a connection, a what he is going to do is first he is going to send a packet, which is often sent. Synchronization packet has been saying it's a TCP packet. In response to that, B, what he's going to do, he's going to reply back, okay, 
my port is open okay we can communicate on this port snack has been sent okay and we are going to acknowledge it back that's great let's go ahead and establish the connection and start sharing the file okay now this three-way handshake can be seen with the help of your wireshark as well thin Snack and ACK. Client hello. Connection has been established. Okay. So similarly, we can capture each and every packet to see the statistic of the packets. Capture file properties. Here it is name of the file length of the file hash again hash will get counted okay file packet when it has been collected last packet when it has been received from which device it has been received we had collect collected the packet statistic of that packet how many packets are there 1465 time to capture this packet average pps packets per second average packet size okay displayed 100% all the packets have been displayed complete information of it you can check it from your statistic okay now if you want to filter um, an, any particular packet or if you want to see any port specific port you can use this search bar you can search it for here let's say i want to search for tcp port number 80 what connection has been established on tcp port number 80 is there any port number 80 open so simply writing tcp dot port double equals to 80 search here you have tcp connection similarly you can check for port number 443 as well show me traffic for 443 here you have all the traffics on port number 443. Okay, similarly, if you want to search for a specific string, so what you can do over here, press Control F. Can you see? A new search bar will be open, and from here you can see check for your control fields. Okay, now what do we have inside this? first second third okay these are known as your three pins three pins of wireshark so first is your packet pin where we can see all the packets second is your frame pin
okay and third one is your data representation okay if you want to see the packet detail just click onto that packet the detail will be shown over here when it has been transmitted what is the source and hexa value and if there is any information that will be displayed over here okay let me show you i have one packet captured okay so there's a file by the name of an lol.pcap packet capture file so let me open this file inside your wireshark so simply what you have to do write the name of the tool wireshark followed by the file name okay now these are what these are the packets which have been captured inside that file lol.pcap total number of packet 67 now again if you want to see specifically complete information statistic capture file property name of the file length of the file and these are the hashes of that file which have been calculated okay first packet has been captured date and time last packet has been captured date and time hardware unknown operating system was linux okay total number of packets 67 time required 39.695 seconds okay so these are the details of it now when we start doing an investigation so what generally we do we look for first is your ip address okay what are the source ip and what is the destination ip okay so how we can do that simply go inside your statistic then look for the endpoints here are your endpoints of ipv4 okay if you want to follow the string just right click over here follow tcp stream full tcp stream will be displayed what has been happening you uh, someone has uh, logged in inside any particular account by the name user anonymous has logged in inside an account and asked for then the this particular uh, source asked for the password password has been given login successful okay then post to that some commands have been used information which has been displayed so this is what this has been happening inside it a step-by-step -step things have been happening okay similarly if you want to check for is there any http string or not so simply go inside and file export object here you have some option check for http no information because no websites have been associated check for smb 
no information, no SMB ports have been used. Okay, so similarly, you can check for any any uh, 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 check for any particular port. If it is in website, you will be going with uh, STDP, uh, this HTTP, HTTPS, port number 8443 directly. If it is not, then look for other source, other instant. Okay, now if you want to get a bit more knowledge about the Wireshark, it will be my recommendation what you can do. Now there are a few of the website where you can practice all this thing and learn all this thing. Okay. Blue team lab online, BTLO. Okay, create an account. Create an account in this uh, particular website and start performing it. We have many options available. This is how your BTLO will look like. So we have the challenges. We have a list of the challenges. You can select it from in categories. You can have all the categories as well if you want to do as an incident respond. Here are the machines of an incident respond. If you want to do a digital forensic, here are the machines of a digital forensic. OSINT, want to go with an open source intelligence gathering, here it is. Want to go with set hunting? This are no specific for set uh, hunting, uh, so uh, you have to go with the pro version. Okay, so I won't be suggesting uh, you all guys to go with a pro version. Just go with all the free resources which are available, free challenges. Okay, and start performing it. Again, the challenges will be starting from an easy level to an uh, complicated. So you can simply search it from here. Okay, that you want difficulty challenge, uh, difficulties uh, uh, level should be very much easy. So first go with an easy and start with that exercise. Okay, there is one more website. Try hack me. Again, a very good website. Inside this also we have many challenges. These are your machines. Okay. Again, to understand about the Linux, to understand about the Wireshark. Okay, so we have Wireshark Basic and we have Wireshark Intermediate. Okay, so you can learn it from here too how the tools have been used and again go with the free one this is only there inside and track me not inside your btlo these are your challenges straight away the challenges scenario has been given and you have to perform that 
challenge. Here is the scenario. This tools you can use virus total and an OSINT and find the information. There is a file. You need to download this file and you need to perform an investigation in that file. Okay. Now system forensic report it deals with two things. One is your memory and one is your disk base. Okay. So memory based forensic will be RAM and disk base will be your ROM. Like your hard drive. SSD, USB, all such kind of things. Okay, so in terms of in volatile data, what we do, we do an live forensic. For example, Windows log, collect the information of a Windows log, which we have discussed yesterday. Okay, or else what I can do, I can dump the entire content of my RAM. Okay. Again, we have a tool for it. We have a RAM capturing tool, magnet capturing tool, FTK imager. Okay, so we can simply capture all the details from it. So I want only the RAM detail. I want the memory of a RAM. Okay, so I we can perform an investigation on it. So let's collect all these details. So for that, we have some specific tools available. Okay, yesterday I had shown you one tool which is known as your FTK image. Same tool can be used to capture all this RAM memory. Okay, next is your disk based forensic. Disk based forensic, what we do? It's a volatile data. Okay, so format uh, in memory dump. So format will be in the form of dot raw dot mem dot vem. Now the question arises over here. Okay, what we are going to look inside that memory? We collected the RAM memory. We collected the disk memory. Now what we are going to look in that memory? Yes, I've collected the RAM memory. Now what I'm going to analyze it from that. What I'm going to look. Okay, so uh, when we say uh, we are going to analyze it. So yes, this is one thing you are going to capture. Okay, which application has been used? What website has been visited? So these are what we are going to see what are processes have been running at the end. Okay, how many ports have been opened? Is there any file has been injected in the process? Is uh, we are going to check for the time file. We are going to check for the DLL. What are the startup program? Is there any clipboard contact? Someone has called copied something. Okay, let's try to see. We can paste it over here. That is not been deleted. The system is not been restarted. So we can check for the clipboard content as well. What are the services have been running actively? Is there any personal settings have been changed? Any password has been changed or any password has been reset. All this current activity will be monitored. Will be analyzed. 
okay that is your memory based forensic so uh, these are some uh, things uh, some few points which i had shared okay that you can analyze post to that we have many things available okay so as you start performing and um, uh, this particular forensic you will get to know about it now uh, second is your disk based forensic disk based forensic is what file system simple definition okay so we want to we we are going to check what is the structure of the file system okay we are going to check is there any uh, we are going to analyze that memory okay how that can be done with the help of a volatility okay so we have some tools available volatility tools we will be using with that we will be taking a help of that and we will start analyzing that data okay remember uh, yesterday i had shown you that ftk image tool inside that i had opened one evidence again that is a part of your disk based forensic that evidence has been collected from a hard drive a folder has been uh, detected okay then in, uh, of that folder the investigation starts now there are certain common file types uh, inside your windows in windows we have ntfs fat32 fat16 fat12 in linux what do we have ext4 ext3 ext2 in mac os what we have apfs hfs hfs plus these are what these are your common file system inside your windows and in, inside your operating system okay now how the windows uh, this particular uh, forensic has been done so for uh, so before uh, all the devices we can uh, perform it so uh, it's not uh, specific to and windows okay so for mac as well for Win, uh, linux as well so the, these are the three majorly uh, uh, operating system have been used isn't it so we should be aware uh, at least we should be having a base understanding about this operating system so we can perform an os forensic okay so we should be familiar with the working commands and methodology of all this operating system okay now when we start with an windows forensic so first what we do we collect an volatile information okay then we collect a non-volatile information then we look for memory uh, any particular windows mem then we go for it in windows memory analysis then we go for windows registry analysis we look for the logs okay we look for the metadata investigation we look for windows find uh, we we go with a windows file analysis we check for the cookie we check for the cache all the history everything will be monitored over there okay who has logged in inside the system anyone has manipulated with the registries or not with the settings or not Okay, we will start collecting the logs as well. 
is there any logs uh, what are logs have been captured is there any log has been deleted we are going to check for that as, as well okay then we are going to look for the any particular open file system so we we can go with an command net file command okay net file followed by the id id of the file and you can check check with it is there any particular open file system you can you can have a look over there okay uh, or else you can uh, go inside the registries as well inside registries uh, we can check is there any particular open file system or uh, anyone has to install any application we can check it from registries as well okay uh, anyone has installed any application and uninstalled any application we can have a look from here from that there too okay then post to that we will be collecting the information of a network okay so we are going to discover uh, other network system we are going to look for the net bias okay all the list of the connection how many devices have been connected at present okay previous to that what are other devices have been connected on uh, uh, okay and post to that uh, we are going to check is there any other ip address which is not been mapped is used over here okay that is your network uh, collecting the evidence from a network network connectivity Okay. Now this was for in Windows. Now what about Linux? Okay. Again, Linux is what it's an open um, open source operating system. Okay, and majorly, generally, we use Linux in security domain. If you talk about offensive team, the pen test team, pen test team is fully working onto a Linux environment. Okay. Most of the time, architecture has been built onto your Linux environment. If you are going to build a SOC environment, SOC environment majorly used to build all this architecture in your Linux. So it's an important form and forensic investigator that we should examine the Linux system and we should be having at least a good understanding into a Linux environment as well. Okay, now in Linux as well, we go with the, by collecting all the volatile data so volatile data includes your host name data date time all that information okay what is your uptime what is your location uh, network information how many ports are open is there any particular files is are been opened okay uh, what are the user event what are the learning processes what are the kernel messages all these things this are your volatile okay so first we are going to collect the host name date and time all those details okay just uh, go with the command host name it will give the information okay if you want to check the date and time any modification we can check it over here Okay, so similarly, we have different different commands to check for what is the uptime. You can simply go with 
uptime command this is your uptime okay you will be collecting the information of your network as well so if config which is going to see show uh, give you all the details if you go with io it is going to go with the interface as well how many interface has been used if you go with ip address show it is going to give you more information okay what all network uh, is your nic has been up and connected or not with a net stat we can see more information okay so all the information will be extracted over here network information you are related to your tcp and udp port if you go with netstat hyphen i all the network interfaces okay if you want to check for the routing table similarly netstat hyphen rn going to show you all the routing tables okay if you want to check for the routing ip ip space r okay so like this we are going to extract more and more information okay your port information your file program information what are the file port associated with it okay what are the open files are there so to check for the open file here you go list of it okay now to collect all the mount information mount file information just go within command mount here you have okay so if you want to check for what are the kernel modules and the mod okay more information of the module go by the mod information followed by the kernel name okay now this is specific to your linux environment to collect the information uh, of your volatile and non volatile data okay now what about mac okay now mac is your unix base operating uh, in mac a unix has uh, been designed onto your unix it's an unix based operating system in the macintosh computer system okay now this operating system on mac has been um, uh, done uh, has been used by the bsd kernel layer okay uh, to advancement of a network malware tool to check for the lower availability uh, so what we do we perform again a in-depth process okay so first we are going to detect the system version so we have different command for it inside and mac we go uh, to view all this information we have system view.pl list 
with that it is going to give you all the list file path of the list okay we can check for the timestamp if there's any timestamp timestamp is what recovery if there any particular uh, recovery point uh, has been created anything happened to the device so we can recover that device if that has been created let look for that okay what are the application uh, bundles have been used we'll be looking in uh, for that okay what is the user account what is the file system account what is the base security module has been used inside this particular device okay check for the time machine check for the spotlight check for the home directory all this information will be collected with inside your mac which is known as your mac forensic okay so for that what we do we do and with web application forensic which is going to involve all tracing back all the security attack which has been occurred inside your web application okay this includes all the collection and analyzing the log which have been configured inside your web application so how that web is been exploited okay how the web has been a particular disturb due to the disturb of the nature of the web application we are going to trace all this thing okay why because for web application for the website there is a very limited downtime is been allowed if my web, if my server is been down so i will be having a limited time over here by this time your server should be up and running so we have to analyze it we have to check for it okay we cannot keep that server for too much long uh, to hold up for too much long time we have to trace back all the difficulties okay so what are the indicators of a web attack generally how we are going to uh, understand the web attack has been done so first there there are certain key points which you have to uh, uh, know about it okay so if a customer which have been uh, which who are using all the service they are unable to use this service so that means something has been happened okay any suspicious activity in user account any sensitive details have been leaked your url is been redirected to another website okay unusual uh, uh, the page is getting uh, a page is getting uh, slower down network performance is very much slow okay the servers are taking a bit more time to reboot these are what these are certain factors that we can understand that we can uh, say that our uh, uh, the servers our website is not is is been tempered it's not working properly okay now there are many web based attack now these are certain uh, web application sets okay there are many there are security based configuration sensitive data exposure cross site scripting all the oas top 10 attacks okay you can include uh, include over here then your insufficient logging and monitoring everything those will be the threats of a web application okay the major threat yes dns poisoning arc poisoning okay now how we are going to investigate this web based attack 
so first what we are going to do we are going to conduct an uh, uh, the particular uh, we are going to collect an information okay collect information as in so collect an information of that security check security alert okay then where this has been uh, which which particular uh, server or uh, system has been hampered okay if the servers have been hampered take the servers offline okay start collecting the logs the web server log the firewall log look for the events okay with the help of your sim tool look for the ids logs okay how your servers have been configured check that information not only that use encryption checksum to verify and protect integrity or protect uh, to check for the log files okay analyze the traffic okay so we have an uh, dedicated architecture for your web servers okay how the user is connecting to the servers what all uh, ips have been connected okay what requests have been made so everything will be captured inside it so we have a tool by the name of splunk from that we can easily look for this so it's a very interesting tool in fact let me see is my account is valid still valid or not okay so inside this plunk we can uh, simply capture we can we can simply store all the information let's say uh, logs often uh, uh, the servers have been collected okay just upload the logs so uh, let's say i am hosting a website okay you are visiting a website the website is an infosec train so when you are browsing from one page to another page or the request has been made that request each and every request has been captured okay from this ip okay uh, this ip is been used to connect with the ip of the website followed by on which platform it has been used what is the uh, your web browser has been used to so firefox or google chrome that information will be displayed over here not only that what request has been made a get request or the port post request has been made okay that is also been captured so page name okay you are on the course where details so let's say the course name is security plus so you are under the page of insecurity plus if someone is making a payment details will be captured over here on payment page who is making a request the ip the sender ip and the receiver ip will be captured over there all the information will be captured and we can analyze it inside the splunk to detect is there any faulty uh, connection or is there any particular malicious uh, intentionally uh, uh, this uh, some some ip who, who wants to tamper inside this uh, particular servers so we we are going to analyze it from there with the help of the logs okay so not only uh, specifically we are uploading the logs of uh, servers we can upload the log of any domain 
we can upload the log of a windows or linux environment or firewall logs okay or we can upload a database log as well so all the logs will can be uploaded inside and like it's a very good tool to analyze all these things now uh, similarly we have database forensic as well so database forensic we are going to look for uh, database so database will be in the format of an rows and column okay so first what we uh, what what important thing we should uh, uh, know about is the about the database okay what are the different different types of a database ms sql mysql oracle these are your database structured okay now we, when we are going to examine this database so first we are going to look for what are the transactions has been occurred what is the database system is there any rows has been deleted or any columns have been deleted okay that will be the major thing which we are going to look inside it inside the database okay so let's say sql attack injection attack has been done there is a sql server so primary thing what we are going to check the page header okay in that how many rows are there how many columns are there what are the offset table what are the page headers all that information first once we have it then we will look for the sql servers okay sql server data generally has been stored inside um, uh, inside your that hosting hosting servers okay we'll be looking for the volatile database we'll be looking for the uh, our data files transaction logs Play, we will be looking for the caches as well. This is your SQL server. Now, when we talk about a Windows operating system, Windows operating system will look for the Windows log, SQL server address file, SQL server headers inside it. Okay. Then we start collecting with the idea. Then we start with an evidence collection. Okay. Now, for this, we have many tools available. So we use uh, Apex SQL, DBA, Apex SQL Audit. These are the application to track all the log histories. Okay, so inside that we will be using uh, some certain different different command. Okay, to establish all this information, to collect all this information, all the transaction logs, all the activities logs, all this particular, uh, you can say, database archival logs. Okay, not only that, inside your, uh, let's say, uh, mine is a Windows server. Uh, inside that what we are going to check we are going to check inside the program file the servers is there any mdf file okay or we are going to check for the dot idl as well this file are related to your database okay any tempered or any uh, 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 is this file has been updated or modified okay so I had captured uh, information. There is a challenge, particularly of forensic investigation. Okay. So with the tool, we are going to open that file where we are going to investigate it. So add evidence. It's inside and folder.
downloads challenge here we go finish uploaded okay now what is the challenge what does challenge been saying what we have to collect Okay, laptop was been seized from Al-Qaeda terrorist in London. So you have been asked to investigate and identify the presence of the following document. So first is terrorist related document, pornographic image, hidden data, technographic file, extract email. Okay, sexual harassment related information, deleted file, NTFS file, Swiss bank account number. So all this information need to be collected from this database. Okay, so let me quickly show you some of that. Okay, so this is your laptop detail inside that we have many files and folders as well. So as an investigator, what I'm going to first check, I'm going to first check are these files are legitimate or not. This file has been saying an exe file. This is an exe file or not. This is a zip file or not. Okay, this is your doc file or not. Once that has been done, we are going to check if there any information has been hidden behind that file. Okay, or what that file has been containing, what information is there inside that file? Both the things will be checked. This is an image file. Behind this image file, I can see some information has been written. That is an instance technography. Okay, similarly, look for other files as well. Is there any other message has been hidden behind that file? Okay, this is an image file behind that image file. I can see username and password. So I got one more evidence Over here I can see switch back account number Okay, so similarly we will start collecting the information Okay, starting from a a small approach to an eye approach okay so this has been saying it's a text file verify it if it is a text file or not ffda that means it's an image file so this is are your image files Okay. Not only this, we have one more tool from where we can uh, do all these things. We can collect more and more information. That is your autopsy. Okay. This tool is used for analyze all the details. Okay. We can create a new case as well, and we can open the case as well. So both the possibilities are there with an autopsy. It's an, again a very good tool. Okay, to analyze all those things. So if you want to uh, collect, uh, if you want to go with an information or collect the information, so first you are going to create a case, then uh, you are going to analyze it. If you are already having a case directly, open the case inside it. Okay, go with a new case or open a case.
okay now if you want to learn uh, a bit more in depth about an autopsy what you can do you can go with the same website that is your try hack me In try hack me we have an easy challenge of an autopsy which is talking about the basic information how autopsy has been used okay so you are going to start the machine and start analyzing all those evidence with the help of an autopsy. Okay, let's say you are receiving any email from any domain. Okay, how we are going to detect whether that email is a suspicious one or it's a normal email? What will be your approach? Remember the website which I showed yesterday? Virus total. That again, the website is giving us a lot of help. If there is a domain, copy that domain and paste it over there. If there is any particular link has been attached, copy the link and paste it over there. You can upload the attachment as well to check whether the file is in malicious file or not. Okay, first is to understand the security incident, email related. Okay, it is the very preferred method on the personalized method, which is used for in communication nowadays. Easy to use and very much fast. Okay. It's a powerful tools as well. Again, cyber criminals, what are they doing? They are using this technology. They are using it to compromise the system, compromise the network inside the organization. Because email has been carrying all the sensitive information such as your bank details, business secrets, society um, numbers. Okay. So very common attacks which have been done. Crime committed by sending an email, which we are spamming email, phishing email, mail bombing, mail storming, malware distribution. These are what attack has been done by sending an email. Now there are attacks which is supporting the email as well. There are two categories. One is by sending an email, one which is supported by the email. Identity theft, cyber stalking. Okay, these are what child pornography. These are what crimes which are supporting supported by the email. It's a combination of an email attack and social engineering attack. Okay, very commonly done nowadays phishing email easily can be sent. Okay, go with an uh, you can fake email ID. Create an email from a fake email ID and try to send a good looking email. In that email, we are going to give some information of the organization. We are going to give, inform 
that uh, you had been one with uh, XYZ amount. You had been one with an exam uh, XYZ uh, exam voucher. Go ahead and redeem this exam vouchers. After this training, you had won the security plus exam voucher. If you want to claim for the exam voucher, click on the following link. Okay. Who will be getting under this trap? The person who is having a lack of a knowledge about a phishing scam, not paying attention to the security ind in indicators. That person will be coming under this attack. Okay. Now, how we can identify it? First, look for the headers of the email. Okay. Uh, check uh, what is the source of the email by what time that email has been arrived if that email is from a bank or from any particular uh, known organization so that email will be sent during and working hours not during and off working hours if it is not an auto generated email mail sent by any particular person then it should be in, in during and working hours Okay, not only that, look for uh, is there uh, is that email containing any URL or any other such kind of a thing? Look for that. If it is, check for it whether that URL is a suspicious one or not. Okay, whatever body has been crafted, written inside that email, check for the errors. There won't be an error, uh, error if it is an uh, email sent by an authorized or legitimate user or organization. Okay, if it has been sent by an attacker, must be an error, grammatical mistakes. Okay. So there are different different types of phishing attack as well. We have spear phishing, we have whaling attack, we have farming attack. Spear phishing is what attackers um, uh, generally what they are going to do. They are going to target any specific uh, individual from an organization, okay, a specific person from a small group, and start performing attack. Whaling attack. This attack has been done to your high-profile executives like your CEO, CFOs, politicians, celebrities. Okay, then there is a farming attack attacker. What they are going to do? They are going to redirect the web traffic. Okay, so it can be your DNS cache poisoning or host file modification. That has been done uh, in the farming attack. Now opposed to that, we have uh, spamming attack as well, puddling attack as well, CEO scam as well. Okay. Then uh, we we uh, majorly the crimes have been committed by sending an emails, mail bombing or mail stroming. Okay, now mail bombing is what uh, repeatedly uh, sending multiple email message, but at an one one address. Okay, sending multiple copies, identical copies, to the same recipient. Okay, then there is a mail stroming. Junk mails have been sent. Okay, now this occurs when computers start communicating with each other without any human intervention. Auto forwarders emails have been sent. 
Okay, multiple malwares have been sent nowadays. Attackers are scanning all those things. Okay, now what is the agenda behind this attack? What will be the agenda of any attacker? Any guesses? So possibilities can be two, either foreign ransom, either foreign fund. That's what generally agenda of an attacker are nowadays. So they steal your information, PII details, personally identify, identifiable information, and that information has been sold, or either that information has been shared over a public resource. Okay, now there are certain uh, you can say certain common techniques attacker used to uh, Collect this uh, PII details. So physical theft by uh, Particularly uh, snatching your laptop or mobile phone, etc Okay, or from an internal search internet searches you can get all this information social engineering again You can get that information dumpster diving heard about dumpster diving Okay, let's say I had ordered some some clothes. Okay, or then headphone, but I had ordered this headphone at my office address. When the parcel has been received, about to that box, what has been written? Your name, your address, your phone number, organization address, and the phone number. Okay, generally what we do, we take that parcel, open that box. Take the headphone and dump that particular box into the dustbin. Do we remove that address details, complete details? Do we take it down? If you do, then that's a very good thing. If not, think in other way around. Think in other direction. Attacker, what they can do? They can take an advantage. They can look for all this activity they will be dumping uh, down in in your uh, particular dustbin searching from uh, from a dustbin okay not only the specific information has been uh, 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 they will be collecting many a times what happened inside an organization some of the pages some of the papers have been dumped and that paper is collect having storing some information some critical information Okay, so that they can take an advantage. That is your dumpster diving. Then is your shoulder surfing, peeking from behind. Someone is trying me username and password, and standing it behind and picking it down. Okay, phishing, skimming attack, farming attack, malware attack, wall driving attack. Heard about wall driving attack? Attack has been done on your wireless devices. Okay. Mail storming attack, mail bombing attack. Okay, how this attack has been prepared? So first, uh, what just uh, generally attacker will do? He will create a malware. Okay. Then or else he will be creating a malicious email that he want to transmit it across the network. Okay, 
post to that email monitoring tool has been required to monitor uh, all this uh, malicious attachment okay now this is from an security perspective i am talking about so as in security perspective inside an organization what we can do to protect from such kind of an attack first we are going to filter all this event we are going to configure an email filtering tool which is going to block all this malicious email not only that we are going to monitor this as well we are going to deploy an email monitoring tool which is going to check all this malicious attachment links messages as well as your sensitive information which is coming in going out over an email okay we are going to check who can who has been communicating okay if the communication channel is inside the internal network or if the communication channel is outside the internal network okay training and awareness has been provided to each and every employee regarding your email attacks okay training has been provided to an em employees to examine that uh, uh, what uh, uh, to examine how we can identify whether the user is legitimate and was not or not by looking at the sender address address by looking at the signatures okay we have acceptable usage policy as well email usage policies okay then post to that log analysis of all this email tools okay we are going to install the email log analysis tool we are going to configure email uh, uh, client and server uh, to create all the regular archives and backups as well something has been happened majorly damage has been happened so we can have an backups as well in that case okay now this is what this is your preparation phase now how we are going to indicate an email attack by uh, let's say our email servers are not available again that will be that can be in possibilities that something has been happened to our servers we are going to identify uh, the access system as well or the email account after opening the email if the system uh, shows sign the often malware attack it will going to take uh, a bit more time to open any of the application okay uh, then not only that uh, if there are multiple advertisements have been received or, or been sent over in spam email spam email again a indicator of uh, some attack has been done if the theme or the interface of the web page of the web servers have been changed again indicator something has been happened okay so all these familiar unfamiliar changes which can lead uh, that that can lead to an email attack okay now that is for an organization now for a pers particular person uh, uh, this individual person how we are going to identify so if if there is any uh, unsimilar changes on your card that you are not uh, recognizing recognizing it again a factor of it you are no longer receiving um, the statement uh, from your bank of your credit card debit card okay you are getting calls from credit card debit card company in that uh, a payment has been done okay pay uh, when, when are you going to make the, the particular uh, payment for this okay 
Uh, not only that, you will be getting a call as well, a fraud call that we are calling from a fraud call department. Something has been happened, so I want your details, card details. So can you please provide me your card number and the CVE number? Okay. If you stop receiving any service bill towards an electronic gas station, all such kind of a thing, then you can uh, you can you can easily indicate that something has been happened to your card list. Okay, so to detect, we have multiple tools as well available to detect all just phishing or spam emails. We have Netcraft, we have phishing tanks. So these tools have been used to perform the analysis or to um, to see. Is there uh, to detect is there any phishing activities have been happening over an email servers or not? Okay, so these are the few points which you have to uh, uh, you can say uh, remember. Okay, not uh, from an uh, official purpose. I'm uh, talking about from a personal purpose as well. Okay, down the line, if you receive any such kind of an email or you think so. That this email can be a suspicious one. So simply first identify it whether it's a legitimate one or not. If there any link has been attached, let's cross verify whether this link is legitimate one or not. Okay, don't straight away upload the document. It can be a uh, personal document as well. First, I did first. We are going to identify the domain, the uh, particular uh, user as well, who is sending the email and by what time the email has been received. Okay, uh, check for the mail body as well. What are the information has been provided? Okay, all such kind of a small small things you can uh, is going to help you to indicate the malicious or, or you can say the normal email activity. Okay, and one more thing when you are going to analyze the email just make a note of it. Look for the headers. In headers, you are going to look for the written part, recipient email address, name of email server, okay. Then type of email uh, sending services. Okay, IP address also can be checked. Of sender. Okay, SPF record center policy framework. From your MX toolbox attachment of the file okay date and time okay so these are the few things which you are going to analyze from the email headers this information will be there into in your email header received from Okay, followed by the IP address, by, followed by the time, date, message ID is also been included. If you are inside your Gmail, 
Okay, so over there onto the right hand side there will be three dots click on three dots and click on show original This is what you are going to see message ID created from to subject SPF D mark followed by the body So these are my headers okay. and similarly if you want to do it for uh, any particular outlook mail so what you can do download that uh, mail body and open it in, uh, in your notepad complete information including your IP address will be displayed over here in that that's the best way to do an email forensic practice all those things okay the information which I shared, uh, the website which I uh, which I shared, so we can uh, have a good practice over there. If you are planning to move into uh, the particularly defensive side of security, so this is the best thing you can have. And post to that, yes, uh, majorly uh, certificates are been required, so you can plan for any certificate down the line that will be going to add and cherry on the cake when you are uh, into the department particularly moving into any any specific domain so we can plan it accordingly so for the defensive side you can start as uh, uh, you can start with security plus that will be the best entry level course and if anyone want to move into uh, security domain and particularly into a defensive side of security security plus will going to give you a complete understanding not only from a base perspective, from a management perspective as well. Okay, what is an incident response? What that team has been working? What is a certain? What is a forensic team? How that team will be working? Uh, along with that, what are CEO? What are the compliance have been attached? Okay, if anything happened, if any attack has been happened, post to that. What compliance we are going to add on it? So all those things will be majorly has been uh, looked into security. Then post to that, depending on to your interest, if you want to move into SOC. So you can plan for CSA or if you want to move into forensic team, you can plan for CHFI. Okay, or you want to go into a certain tail team. So CTIA, you can plan for. So according to your interest, you can plan any of the certificates. These are your defensive certificates. Okay, now uh, first of all, the very first thing, nothing comes for the free. Okay, if someone has been saying, okay, you will be getting XYZ money after this, you have to invest this, simply say it no. Second of all, the person who has been approaching, he might have done some information gathering of yours, isn't it? He had already collected the information, he knows what are the weak points, he knows what, what you want, what particularly things you have been looking for. On that specific range, he will try to approach you. Okay, if you are looking for any specific course or if you are looking to buy any particular car, so he will going to approach you in that way. By after 30 days, by 50 days, by 30, by uh, by three months, there might be a possibility that you will be winning a car. At the back of the mm -hmm. mind, you are thinking of a car as well, couple of days back. You will be looking over an internet. You are getting more and more information of it. You have visited one or two service center or one or two car showrooms as well. So they simply collected the information and onto the basis of that information, they are tempting you. 
okay so be aware of it nothing's comes for the free of a cost okay there will be a reason behind after any uh, of uh, behind any any of the statement okay so never trust anyone who is uh, trying to give you some perks okay if you mm. want to then uh, do your studies behind that mm. okay what that organization is when it has been established are they look for the reviews as well okay are they well organized are they well known as well okay the person who has been approaching toward you to ask for the ask for this id to employee id if it is a legitimate one he will be going to provide you an employee id and cross verify from an organization is this particular person has been associated with your organization so further to that then you are going to share your details because your details are what it's an pii you are not going to share any personal information okay and that to over an phone call never so be aware such, uh, with with such kind of an activity there are many frauds have been happening nowadays okay many frauds a phishing a scamming call has been happening a skimming has been happening okay a phone sim card skimming has been done without getting an otp your uh, money will get transacted from one account to another account so beware of it what information you are providing it's totally dependent to them okay so it's an, an in our hand what we are providing what we are giving uh, even into in social media as well whatever information we are giving that are uh, that information is available to everyone 